going to get you. I don't have any money. But I play. Okay. Don't you need to plug that thing in? Maybe I went to an airport and caught a plane. Well, I think that may have been called Clara, but this is called Discussing Who. And we are back for the fourth episode and fresh off of the magic plane from who knows where. We welcome back from last scene on the very first episode, but we're back for number four, Mr. Lee Shackelford. Hey, Lee. Did we lose Lee? Oh, sorry. No, I just had my mic muted because um, uh, because I, because I'm a professional and I don't know how these things work. Uh, we thought we thought you had been where you were the last two episodes, lost exactly. in the time stream. <laughs> Welcome back. Time and space. Thank you. No, I'm I'm glad to be back. Well, we're glad to have you back as always. So tell me what's going on with you. What have you been up to? Well, I've just finished uh, producing my annual festival of 10-minute plays, so that has been, that's where my head has been at. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's a, it's seven short plays, so you know, it, it's just, it's just, you know, doing seven plays all at the same time. That's all. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, but yeah, we just did it uh, at uh, my alma mater where I teach at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. And, um, yeah, that's the 13th of these festivals. So I've been doing this for a long time now. But so when I'm done. So when I wrong, uh, so I guess I wrongly accused you of being on the Starship Enterprise or hanging out with the Cultdom Collective. So you proved me wrong. So there you go. But I would. Yeah, I, I want to say I was doing something in the real world, but in the theater, it's you can't always tell. So there. there you go. Well, we're glad to have you back, and I want to extend another hello to. The person that was with me on episode two and three, uh, Mr. Clarence Brown. Clarence. Hey, guys. Glad to be back for another round. 
We're glad to have you back. Uh, it's nice to have all three of us here. And so tell us what you, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been caught up uh, somewhere between too much, too many good movies to go see or presu- supposedly good. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard contrary uh, opinions <laughs> and too much good television as well. Uh, there's just a bunch of shows, including Netflix, Netflix shows like uh, Daredevil, that is just not enough time to watch. Absolutely. I've gotten through two episodes of Daredevil. Still haven't watched all of Jessica Jones and, um, you know, not because I don't want to. It's like what you said, haven't had time. One thing, one thing Clarence has been working on is he has finished uh, programming, designing, doing all the back end work and some of the front end work on the Discussing Who website, which you can find at www.discussingwho.com. So please check it out. And all credit there goes to Clarence because he's the one that created that. So good, good job. Yeah. It looks really great. Oh, thank you. The awesome sauce, man. Not, not a problem. So, so Kyle, what, what have you been up to these, uh, these past few weeks? Uh, well, let's see. The last couple of weeks, if one, th- uh, well, how do I want to answer that? Last couple of few <laughs> weeks, I moved and, the thing that you won't be hearing or you won't hear me go silent, hopefully, is I do <laughs> not have a train going by my window two or three uh, times every hour, it seemed like. So that right there is something that I'm absolutely um, 100% <laughs> happy about. So It's worth all the trouble of moving. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and my commute has gone from 45 minutes down to t- about 10 or 11 minutes. So I've gotten basically an hour to an hour and a half give and take of my day back. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I guess everyone has already figured out what we're discussing, who we're discussing on this particular episode. But to make it official, we are discussing the finale of the 2015 Doctor Who um, series. And that would have encompassed a little bit of the Face the Raven, but mostly what we're going to be talking about is Hell Bent, which was the last episode, Heaven Sent, which is the one who, or that, uh, let's get correct there, that preceded um, Hell Bent. So, uh, guys, uh, Clarence, I'll let you go first, then Lee, jump in. Um, What did you think? Did you like it? Didn't like it? So what were your initial thoughts? Uh, well, the last two episodes, certainly my the best one probably of the last two years to me was Heaven Sent. Um, that episode alone was everything I like about Doctor Who wrapped up into to a, a nice tight package. You know, <laughs> uh, over the past few years, we've seen a little bit of everything. And this one gives just the right amount of mystery, um, him trying to figure things out. And then ultimately a good conclusion of. One of the one of the things this episode reminds me of a lot is like uh, if you go on YouTube and there's a lot of videos out now, but uh, search like the transporter principle. <laughs> you know, people say, "Are you do you actually die when you get transported?" Oh, suicide so, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Su- suicide machine. If <laughs> there's, there's plenty of videos on YouTube, but if you go search that, that kind of gives kind of the impression. Episode, and then you know, you know talking about us going back and, and, and reviewing it just looking at the open opening scene it gives everything away right there but of course your first time watching it you don't know what's going on so right i mean just a w- wonderful episode it, it encompasses everything i like about the doctor all right well lee what did you think 
<clears throat> wow, uh, Clarence is reading my script page. Those are all the things <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm not sure I could put that any better. That it is. It's like this is everything that we love about Doctor Who, and, and there it all was in one episode. Um, and for me specifically, that's about an ethos and a problem to solve that we he not only has to solve the problem but we know he's going to do what's right in the long run and i wanted to see how he was going to do it this time um there are enough there were enough hints that have been dropped earlier on that maybe maybe he doesn't care about his, his the the ethics that he's put forward in the past maybe he's maybe this is a different guy now and um yeah, you know, we, we kind of got that teased when we were on Scarrow at the beginning of the season. And uh, I don't know, I was just I was just very glad that he, he, he resolved things the way that he did. Yes. Quibble about uh, about Clara, though, because and we, we, we've talked about this on uh, on all the other podcasts that we do about um, whether or not when we kill off a character in this series and then we allow them a cheat, if it doesn't diminish the power of their death. And so it. Yeah, I I love Clara, but it bugged me. It's it's since she's still out there, it's going to continue to bug me that she's still out there. I know she doesn't have a pulse, but damn it, I appreciated the courage of her self her sacrifice. But she faced the Raven, eh, so you know. But wibbly well, wobbly, uh, t- you know. <laughs> you know, let me jump in real quick. Wibbly wobbly, wobbly timey wimey going on here, but technically. It doesn't diminish, you could argue, because it still happened. She, she's just frozen, per se. That's yeah. true, and we don't know what's going to come of that. But um, I don't know. As an audience member, I still feel feel like it trivializes the loss of a character if we then get to see them again. I don't know. But it, but, but I mean, also more than any other character, I feel at least in the in the new series. She takes on the persona of the doctor, that bravado, that cockiness. You know, she she thinks she can defeat anything. And that is kind of the tale of her character that she lives on kind of the same way the doctor does. You know, she, the, the, the thing that got her killed was her uh, complete another uh, uh, feeling that nothing can stop them. You know, and she she's taken that same idea and spirit from the doctor and instilled it in herself. And it. it was ultimately her down, downfall. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're exactly right that in that moment of, of uh, taking the tattoo, that's that's what she that's what she that's what he would have done, you know? She was just doing what the doctor does all the time. You know? Right, but 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 she may have been doing what he does all the time, but ultimately she was not thinking the way he does. You know, she yeah. she still had the human thinking because he would have had the force, in my opinion, you know, I think he would have had the foresight to realize uh, this may not work out exactly. And he also knows that, well, if it doesn't work out exactly, I at least save somebody and time to regenerate. You know, if worse comes to worse, I'll right. just regenerate. <laughs> she doesn't have that. Uh, True. Right. Yeah. You know, no, you're right. She, she, she knew she was going to die. So what's happened to her since doesn't alter that. 
You know, and talking with both of you, both of you have gone on record as being big fans of Clara. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's without a doubt. So we've you know, kind of got an idea of what you think about her exit. And Lee, I'm going to let you take this one first because you're the writer of the group. Um, so I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. If you <laughs> could have written her exit, what would you have done? Yeah, I, I, I really would have. What, what I wanted to see was the doctor propelled into new action by the loss of Clara, which is what happened. But I feel like it's blunted by the fact that then he, he sort of gets her back. Well, he doesn't get her back, does he? You know, I, I really <laughs> don't. At this point. Right. Because the twist is he doesn't remember. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, Clarence, if you could have created an ex exit for her, what would the exit have been that you created? I don't know. I, I mean, I'll say that I I particularly loved the way she she went out. It had the the right amount of emotion, emotion and everything with her exit. You know, uh, again, her making the sacrifice for somebody else, which is what the doctor does. You know, so I mean, I think you know, I I think as much as she loved the doctor, I couldn't just see her going off and doing something else. You know, going back to being a teacher. She never would have did that, you know, just just looking at her character and the spirit of her character. She never would have did that. So, I mean, ultimately, dying was her only way to leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I, I totally agree with you. I, you know, if, you know, as I was as I was watching, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back as I'm trying to talk, as I was watching the entirety of season nine coming from the perspective of looking at it, planning, okay, I've got to talk about this on Podshot, but then also watching it and trying to figure out what's going on. We know that she's leaving. We being the fans know that Jenna Coleman is leaving, and at some point, Clara has to leave if the actress is leaving. So I went into it, even from the very first episode, thinking, okay, you know, what's going on? Is she, is she gone? Is she not gone? When is she leaving? Adding on top of that, for all intents and purposes, we've seen her die at you know twice. <laughs> yeah, you know, so <laughs> the whole face the raven thing to me was very yes, it was selfish, yes, it was noble, but it was empty for me. I, I, I really, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really feel it. I just was like, okay, Clara's died again. Okay, well, let's keep going. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and nothing negative to the way she acted it. The only negative thing I would say is they cut out a scene where, um, for whatever reason, that makes it look like, oh, well, we just left her laying in the, uh, you know, we left her laying dead in the streets and no big deal. Now I understand why they left her, you know, laying in the streets so that they could come back and get her. But, yeah. but watching it, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, She's just laying there. You just went back in. How cold, you know? Well, let, let me let me ask you this: Do you guys what do you what do you think of the use of Maisie Williams' character in in the show? I mean, the end result of her being on the show has 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 been us winding up with two Doctor Light characters out there gallivanting in a in a, in a, in a spaceship in a time ship. So, <laughs> what what purpose did she actually serve to being on the show? A I don't. I don't. A surprise. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
I mean, I, 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 there was there was so much excitement. I think, um, or, or at least an attempt at creating excitement in the press leading up to you know the first episode with her. Maisie Williams is going to be on Doctor Who, and since I don't watch Game of Thrones, I said, <laughs> and you know, and I haven't been impressed with her as an actor. I don't. I'm not intrigued by the character. So every time she keeps showing up, I, I there's you know, I I've been pretty much saying, meh. Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, from yeah. my take uh, to answer that, you know, no, to answer that question, my take from the from the character of me, uh, a shielder or whatever, in the first two episodes, eh, I could have taken her early, you know, and I don't think it played well to her acting skills coming from watching Game of Thrones and her being one of the few characters are that I really well I like a lot of characters on there but she's one of my favorites and seeing how I, you know they said okay well she's a viking at the beginning well that made it look to me like okay you're just trying to put her into similar costumes and whatever for game of thrones I agree. you know this yeah, is kind of empty but then when she unexpectedly shows back up in three more episodes it's like okay you were trying to pull the wool over our eyes a little bit. And then at, at the end, when he says, um, you know, you, you know, the something me, you finally gotten, you finally lived up to your title or whatever. I thought that was brilliant. You know, so I, I liked her at the end. I didn't think they showed off what she could do really at the beginning, but I think they made up for it in my take at the end. Yeah, one last question, then we can discuss Hellbent a little bit more. Um, as far as the canon of, of characters get, being killed off in Doctor Who, I, I haven't known many, if any, so far other than Clara. Can can you guys elaborate on that? Is this a, a thing that has happened before in the past frequently, or is no, it just... Very, um, I, I'll take half the question, and I'll let uh, Lee fill <laughs> in the other half. It has only happened once before that a companion has been killed, and Lee, that was? Sarah Kingdom. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there's been several um, characters, companions uh, close to the Doctor who have um, who've, uh, died in, uh, in the course of the story. But yeah, yeah. most notably Adric. Yeah. Spoiler for people. Who Spoilers! Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, but yeah, we, we had to watch... Um, uh, Sarah Kingdom die in earlier in the classic series, and, and she was she was only in you know one episode. Yeah. But um, yeah. we and and we we you know the the thing is there's no there's no out for them. They don't come back. Uh, Linda with a Y is dead. She's dead. Um, you know other people that we've we've grown close to, and then we've watched them die, and then sometimes some people get to cheat. And it, to me, the cover <laughs> of the show is. That's yeah. Some people get to cheat, and he's the star of the show. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work for anybody else, you know. So, when when Oswin gets it, you know, then uh, that's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and and you can't you can't keep killing Clara over and over again. I mean, yeah. with, with Rory, that was the joke. I understand. That. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Rory was also an exception. You know. You know, um, and. You know, I'll I'll add a, a little bit on top of that. Number one, I had completely forgotten about Sarah Kingdom. Totally, 
forgotten about her. Uh, of course, Adric was who I was referring to. And um, the other part is one of the things I was thinking about before we got started tonight. Several times in Moffat's writing, he has written that the doctor does not like endings. But as a writer or as a director or, or showrunner or whatever, Moffat really liked endings. Because think about how many tearful goodbyes or redos of a goodbye or, you know, the heartfelt endings that he's created. And not saying that there have not been others in the past, which there have been, but um, for someone who likes to put his character to saying, I don't, you know, the doctor doesn't like endings or people talking about that, as a writer, he really likes endings. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I want to talk a little bit about something else from uh, Hell Bent, and then I'm going to backtrack, and then we'll talk a little bit about Heaven Sent. Clarence, a question for you. You've uh, made reference that you started watching with the 2005 series. For you, this is the not the first time you've seen Gallifrey, but it is the first time you've seen the Doctor own Gallifrey. What did you think? Um, you know, it seems like whenever Gallifrey comes to the picture, the, the main topic is how much the doctor is defying or how much he's, I'm not going to say they hate him, but it seems like he's always doing something wrong. And, so, and, and to me, this episode was no different. Of course, we find out the result of him being, um, cast away on heaven sent, um, it is it, is that um you know the usual thing that comes up he's 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 messing up stuff he's outside the bounds of the time lord you know so you know i didn't really like that episode this much that much you know <laughs> this is honest opinion uh i, I much more enjoyed he- heaven sent than hell bent um I mean, it was kind of cool where they talk about he may have been in the catacombs as a child and things like that uh so <laughs> It, it just was not one of my favorite episodes. And again, the whole thing of, of, of bringing Clara back, you know, again, defying the rules is what the doctors is there for, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, not one of my favorites. It was kind of cool to see him on Gallifrey. But, you know, other than that, I, I really could give a take with this episode. All right. Lee, what did you think? Um, it's actually a question I was about to raise for both of you. Is that if there's... Um, if there's a retcon in this episode, it's, it's about the reason why the doctor left Gallifrey in the first place. And um, as a fan from the classic series, I got trouble with that because we have we have known we've been told time and time again, if you'll pardon the expression. I, I guess we first started hearing it from the second doctor that he he had to get out of there because the culture of Gallifrey is is decadent it's self-important it's 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 these pompous jerks you know and he's rebelling he wanted to get away from them well as of this episode that's no longer the story and i see that bothers me well see i think um i think with moffat he wrote in the ultimate trap door for himself to get out of anything that has gone before by saying the doctor lies rule number one and so, uh, you know, I was thinking of that when you said, well, back to the second doctor, you know, when he said, you know, that they were pompous and they were whatever and et cetera. Well, 
yes, well, the doctor lied. So obviously that's not true because it's this, because back then the doctor lied. So, um, you know, I, I, I just think that was an too easy. And no, I did not like how um, they um, tried to re-explain, you know, how they got, um, you know, why he left in the first place. Um, you know, that that I didn't think added anything. And I didn't think it was very clear, probably for a reason. And another thing, talking about when he left Gallifrey, I didn't like how in the 50th, when they had Clara supposedly saying, you know, don't choose that one, choose this one, when it was only, you know, X number of episodes before in The Doctor's Wife, where the TARDIS basically says, I didn't, you didn't steal me, I chose you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I like that explanation much better than the TARDIS. Right, <laughs> absolutely. Really the investigator in that, you know. And, uh, yeah, you never took me where I wanted to go. No, yeah. but I always took you where you needed to go. Right. And to, yeah. that, to me, made so much more sense than a version of Clara saying, you know, choose this one. Well, it's the difference between all of the Doctor's adventures being because he was courageous and them, all of them happening because he was afraid. Right. And I, I like the courageous explanation better. I, I, <laughs> I like my heroes like that. What, what do you guys think about from time to time when we see the doctor actually, for instance, when he was in his house and um, the, the soldiers came to get him, whatever. We see this probably once a season, maybe a little bit more, where he just like is outright defiant. I'm the man. Can't nobody mess with me. You know, those mm-hmm. type of scenes. We have them time to time. Is I, I, I don't particularly like those. It, it just just makes me kind of feel like a big a-hole, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah, and I felt like we had many too many of those in the Eleventh Doctor's time. So I, yeah, I got tired of it. So that's very interesting. I, I've often wondered if I'm just really in the minority about that. So <laughs> no, at least Claire. No, I, I I think that's why you know you know it's going to sound like what I'm about to say is very anti Moffat, but it was time for him to move on, and you know I mean that in the best way because the. I go back and I look at the episodes that I have memorized parts of or, you know, go back and I'll listen to and quote and go back and forth and whatever. And a lot of that is things that Moffat has written. So, you know, you know, I'm saying it's time that he moved on, but yet I quote him the most. I very rarely, even though I absolutely love the 10th Doctor um, with David Tennant, I don't find myself quoting things that David Tennant said. I find myself quoting things that Matt Smith said. So, uh, but I just think it's it, it's it's time, you know, uh, for a change. And maybe that also is a good segue into changing from hell bent. And let's talk a little bit about heaven sent. So, what do you guys think? Right. Even though it was before it in the continuity, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wibbly wobbly. Wibbly wobbly. So going back before the episode that we were just talking about, um, Lee, I want to ask you um, a question that's been on my mind for a little while. And that is, you know, again, I'm going to refer to you as the writer of the group. And I want to know what you thought about Heaven Sent being a basically, with with the exception of the bad guy and a little brief semi-clarity, appearance 
What did you think about Heaven Sent from the writer perspective? Not the fan, but the you know the technical writing of how it was laid out and delivered. I, I really, I deeply, deeply admired the writing of this episode. I'm a, my wife and I just watched it um, sitting on the edges of our seats, and um, and just a little while ago, I left a, a meeting with a with a young playwright who I'm encouraging to write a monologue piece because, uh, not because it's easy, but because it's hard. It's really hard to hold the audience's attention with one person on camera or on stage going through, I mean, it becomes all about the progression of the story, about their problem solving, about you know them trying to, to get to the end of whatever it is they're trying to do. And to give the doctor a puzzle box like that, yeah. it, I just think it's 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 brilliant, and and it might have been sufficient for the climax to be for us to realize how he's going to get out, or how he's going to you know whatever the solution is going to be, but the heartbreak of realizing what he's going to have to do in order to get out, it's just I I, I, I I'm one of those people saying I can't wait to see the back of Stephen Moffat as the showrunner, and then every now and then he does something like this, and I just say, wow, okay, well. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'm too, maybe I'm too hard on him because my golly, what a what a script! Yeah, I mean, and, and that along with if you look at the time that passes as he tries to to free himself, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah. so let me ask this because I did I did not get until they said it in uh, the next episode, and I may have missed the absolute obvious here. I did not get that he could have gotten out at any point. Did did you guys get that? Or is that something I just like didn't see the obvious? I did not get that. It, it, can you explain? Lee, did you get it? No, that's, that wasn't my impression. There, there is a line when uh, he is in the high, this is after he's had the confrontation out in the desert with Rassilon. Mm -hmm. And he goes back to the ch the chamber of the high council. The um, sisterhood of Karn is there, and he's having the conversation. They're trying to uh, they're quizzing him basically about the hybrid. And he, someone basically says, and I think it is the head sister. They someone says you could have gotten out at any point. All you would have, and it may have been Rassilon that said it, but somebody said you could have gotten out at any point. Uh, all you had to do was tell us what you knew. Tell us about the hybrid. So you know they well, they acknowledge that that is true. That's true. Mm. You know, I, I guess, uh, I, and I wasn't conscious of that, but I think the way I made that made sense in my own mind was that. She, that they were manipulating what was going on inside the disc and that they that they could have changed the rules. Correct. Correct. And and but, it also added for me a little bit more to the light. Once I figured that out, it was like, OK, you did. You stayed in there for X number of million years so that you could get to wherever they were. How and uh, try to do what you did to potentially unsuccessfully, maybe successfully save Clara. Mm -hmm. And hence becomes the, becomes the hybrid because of that. Yeah. Is, is there any reason as to why the wall was not reset as well with everything else? 
I didn't really get that out of the episode. Well, I, it, I I still I still love that episode poetically. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was inside the castle, and we established that everything gets reset in there, which means that all of the clues and the work that he's doing should have been, <laughs> and the skulls, for that matter, there should not. Yeah, there should. There should be exactly the same every day. But we see time progressing in there. We know that it does. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So it's still a great episode. So, what did you think of? Um, you know, you know, talking about um, it from this, you know, how it was written. But what did you think about the the story itself? You know, I know there's not much in the sense of there wasn't that much going on, even though there was a lot of stuff going on. Did you when did you realize that the skulls were his? Wow, not until structurally <laughs> Act Four. I mean, it was very late in the episode where I said, "Oh my God, that's all him!" Holy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clarence, what did you think? What, what? When did you did you realize that, or did you realize it at the point everybody else did? Yeah, pretty much to the the point everybody else did. You know, I was I was pretty much dumbfounded to you know we realize it's it's him that has the power of the device to bring a new doctor back or the same doctor however you look at it <laughs> so, so yeah just overall to me the writing was great um uh, 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 with the exception of a few things we talked about you know i i was just that those are the type of episodes to keep me engrossed and for one man to command you know your attention for that long and if you think about it pretty much a very limited amount of set pieces you know yeah. it's, it's, it's just phenomenal yeah, I you know I agree. Um, you know I, I agree totally with what you said. My my uh, next question, I guess, would be to you guys. We knew that there was something behind the wall, behind the crystal that he was trying to break through. We suspected, or maybe not suspected, but let me just get to my question, which is, when did you? realize it's the time lords did you realize it in story did you read a spoiler you know re read something online when or ha when and how did you find out that's who's on the other side i probably didn't realize until the episode was just about over you know <laughs> i was kind of so engrossed in, in the the um the whole mechanics of the story that i really wasn't focused on who put them there you know yeah well uh, it it had me until the confession dial closed up, and if I'm remembering this right, then then we pan around and we see the shattered dome of the you know, principal city of Gallifrey, and I said, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, okay. And, and speaking of that, I'm going to play that real quick, and it was not actually a shattered dome, believe it or not. It was, it was oh. actually a restored Gallifrey, so I'm going to play that real quick. Remembering it the old way. Go to the city. Find somebody important. Tell them I'm back. Tell them I know what they did. And I'm on my way. And if they ask you who I am, tell them I came the long way around.
you can probably still hear me. So just between ourselves, you've got the prophecy wrong. The hybrid is not half Dalek. Nothing is half Dalek. The Daleks would never allow that. The hybrid destined to conquer Gallifrey and stand in its ruins. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, let, you know, I want to talk before we finish up, I want to talk real briefly. What did you guys think about the whole concept of the hybrid? Well, to me, it kind of signifies a, a, a lot of things that happen, you know, as far as war or trying to stop a certain thing is concerned. You know, we, we've seen these stories in times times past of when the effort to try to stop something, you're creating the very thing you try to stop. And that's what we see here, which is is, is really weird and really great at the same time. I mean, I, I kind of love the concept of, of how they pulled that out. Okay. Um, Lee, what did you think? I think I, I think I didn't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think I, I, I think the question in itself is, you know, it left you know, we were talking about the hybrid and I think you okay. answered the question without even realizing you answered the question and that some of it to me didn't make sense because in the first two episodes with Davros, it seems like it's going in a completely different direction. And then uh, for a second there, for a brief second, I'm thinking, oh no, tell me they're not going to go back to addressing I'm half human that from the TV movie. And that, that was certainly being teased for our benefit, for those of us who remember that and remember being horrified right. by the idea that, uh, oh, now he's Mr. Spock. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, that, um, yeah. And, and, and so I know that that was being done, you know, just to, uh, just to tease us. But um, uh, I'm so glad that that was not where that was going. But I'm no less, um, you know, no more satisfied by it being... Uh, Ishilda, or uh, I don't know. It, it's it's really hard to retcon uh, something that's been going on for fifty years. I mean, if this was really a concern, then we would have heard about it before, you know. So, I don't yeah, know. certainly, <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, I... we're all comics fans. We know how hard it is to go back and say, you know, all that stuff. That's not how that. That's happens. not happening. <laughs> this is not DC yeah. Comics. That's right. You have to destroy the entire universe to get away with it. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, he, you know. I know they have. They have. We've had the Big Bang and Big Bang 2. Doctors, yeah. What was that, Pandorica Opens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, considering that this is a... Uh, show called Discussing Who, and I think all of us are coffee drinkers. Lee, you drink coffee, don't you? Oh, yeah. All right. So um, we're, we're gonna call, <laughs> going to call, inst instead of having, you know, some other form of rating, uh, let's say that we're going to have on this show, when we give something a rating, let's say that we're going to have zero to five cups of coffee. So uh, if you were to rate these two episodes as a whole, zero to five cups of coffee with zero being horrible and five being fantastic, what would you give it? 
about both episodes together? Both episodes together. <laughs> or, or separate, whichever one you want to do. It's up to you. That's a great two-hour movie. <laughs> All right. Either one of you. Go for it. Go for it, Lee. I'm going to call this a... a um, I, I give it to four um, four lattes, I think, because it's... Um, there's there's some milk in there. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair. That's fair. All right, Clarence. Um, I, I would I would say three because I mean, uh, Heaven Sent was just so fantastic to me, but but uh, Hellbent just really didn't. It 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 was just a mom episode to me. Okay. Uh, so it brings it down. All right. What about yourself? All right. So I'm going to reverse. I I actually preferred Hellbent over. Heaven sent. I think. Wow. I think in the end, it. Uh, and I think I don't. I did not finish my thought from earlier, which is something I have a habit of not doing. But anyway, um, I. I liked the Clara ending the way they did it. I liked how, at the very end, he goes to the chalkboard and it's the "Run, you clever uh, boy, and be a doctor." And I thought that was a, a yeah. great sentimental ending um so with that for the two of them together i'm going to give it actually four cups of coffee and a shot of espresso at the end so that's that that's mine so um i think one 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 quick question uh to you guys uh do you do you think we'll see clara's clara again lee what do you think and then i'll give you my opinion I, I'm going to say no because if we do, I'm going to throw something at the <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. yes. But, uh, well, I'm going to say a tentative yes. And in the universe where Moffat was still writing, when uh, the time comes that Capaldi will leave, then the answer would be we would have absolutely seen her. The fact that he will perhaps not be writing, depending on whether or not Capaldi stays, uh, you know, past which he's been uh, asked to do. We don't know if he's going to do that yet. But uh, if he stays and then, the you know, someone else writes his exit, maybe not. But if Moffat writes it, I think we'll have something eerily similar or reference to Clara, maybe not on camera, but we'll see something Clara-ish when, uh, you know, when he actually, you know, leaves the role and regenerates. So that that's my answer. That sounds great. I agree with that. All right. Yep, yep. All right. Well, guys, I think we have uh, pretty much summed up the, these two episodes and, I uh, just want to remind everyone before I uh, hand it back over to you guys, you can follow us on Twitter at DiscussingWho.com. I mean, excuse me, at DiscussingWho. We're on our website at www.discussingwho.com. Also, we're on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash DiscussingWho. So pretty easy to find. It's Discussing Who. And in our upcoming episodes, we'll be talking a little bit more about Wonder Woman, DC Comics, uh, Batman and Superman. Um, some of us may be me and Lee. Some of it may be me and Clarence. Some of it may be all three of us. So uh, we invite you back. And gentlemen, do you have anything you want to share with the audience before we go? 
Yeah, I do. I just uh, I, I I looked at the discussing who uh, website um, when it was still in its uh, infantile stage, and uh, you know I, I knew I needed to come back and look, but I hadn't actually looked until right now. Clarence, this is beautiful. Yeah, he oh, did. Thank a, you. He thank did you. a very good job. It does look very good. So um, everybody go look at this. Discussing who dot com, and uh, it's got um, you know uh, all the links to subscribe. It's got our blog going on it. It's uh, little bit about each of us it's really really nice yeah and uh more more bios more information uh all three of us will be writing on it so um you know please check it out and follow us on itunes uh we appreciate your support we know we're new we know we're um you know new to the game and we're anybody that's listening we're glad you're listening and tell others about us we very much appreciate it and uh with that i do believe Gentlemen, our discussion has come to a close. Thank you, everyone.